You are listening to Late Arrivals, the Anaheim Ducks podcast on the Inside the Rink Network of Podcasts. Now, here are your hosts. Actually, the start of episode 44 of Late Arrivals. If you were in the Twitch chat, again, remember, this this didn't happen. We totally just didn't do this. We did not have to. Yeah, if you were in here. Yeah, if you were in the chat, no, you weren't. Nope. Um, Rudolph and Sakara here. That's trouble. All right, episode forty-four. We live in. We live. What's up, y'all? How's everyone doing? It's been a little bit. It's been like what, two, three weeks? Two since we've recorded. I mean, if you guys yeah. didn't listen to us on CTP, yeah, you know, what are yeah. you doing? No, I mean, yeah, that, but like, you know, <laughs> yeah, if you ignored us last weeks. week, yeah, yeah. That's Sorry for my mic on that one. I didn't realize that it was picking up my laptop mic and not my this whole thing right here so. yeah you're causing chaos i apologize for that why did no one say anything well you were good for most of it and then yeah you no, were. but i'm listening back to it and i'm like fuck like i don't even want to hear myself it just sounds <laughs> <laughs> it's fine noted for the noted for the future yep well the playoffs continue to roll on uh we do have some duck stuff to talk about but not anything really of note are you um, sure the playoffs are rolling? I'd say it's kind of gone to a slow crawl. Man, what happened? I, I, Jesus. The first round was incredible, and then, I don't know, man. Outstanding just, hockey. Then, I feel like the excitement level and the anticipation is just... Ooh, I mean, of course, the whole Florida Panthers story and the whole Matthew Kachuk and Sergei Bobrovsky and that whole story is incredible and great for the league and, you know, great for... Um, the great for that fan base and great for that organization. But I mean, really, I mean, that's kind of the only really cool story in the playoffs right now. Typically you have a couple, a couple different things going on, but yeah, it's been, you know, like Felix just said in the chat, you know, has this postseason become a complete, become a complete dud and kind of, yeah. I mean, kinda. you know, like I said, the Panthers thing is really cool. Um, like I said, great for the game. I kind of, you know, um both series both conference finals are now three nothing three nothing series so i mean unless we're getting two, uh unless we're getting two teams pulling in la kings right now it's going to be vegas and florida in the final and uh just you know as we all suspected right as everybody yep. as everybody as we all predicted right in our prediction episode 100 my bracket's perfect right now yes my perfect my, prediction my my perfect bracket is perfect i mean i feel like out of all of us i think my bracket's the closest to being complete because i at least oh, had mine, vegas. i had completely fucked like, i had vegas in the really... cup final at the very least <laughs> that's true you did huh mine was broken round one when boston lost yeah well we'll save that for a little bit later can um, we talk about um matthew kachuk's uh celebration both games why you got later beat? later lou just, yeah, we'll just leaving you. Oh, we're not talking about. We get, we'll get into this. We'll get into the Sally later. We got. We got oh, a little. Bit of stuff. We got like four ducks things to talk about. We'll get to four. it. Four. Get that. Four. <laughs> four. Four things. See you guys. Watch what is happening in See? Ducks world. It's not all. It's not all quiet. Wow, we're in the conference finals, and the Ducks are still relevant. That's how good we are. <laughs> that good. That's a strong word, but. <laughs> oh, some very quick things. Um, ducks legend Axel Anderson is not signing. He is going back home to Sweden. Or one out. Ducks yeah. lost the trade. The <laughs> Axel Anderson era is over. An awesome name too. I'll never That's forget. Today. I'll never forget the time he wasn't called up. 
<laughs> Did he even play in San Diego? Yeah. Kind of on and off. He never got called up, though. That was the whole point. Like, he only played in San Diego. <laughs> oh. Shout out to Axel, though. Um, we have Nathan Gauthier and Olin Zelliger still in the Memorial Cup hunt. ass. And shout out to Nathan Gauthier and the Quebec and the Quebec Ramparts for winning uh for winning the Q title. I think they did that. Uh, I think it was on Sunday. They yeah. uh they locked up uh the think Quebec so. Junior League title. So shout out to shout out to Nathan Gauthier getting some hardware. Another another Ducks player in yeah. the junior getting some more hardware. So I mean we just can't we can't seem to not stop winning hardware in the uh in the chl this year so just another uh, another good uh another addition of the trophy case for a couple ducks prospects this year puck empire is going to tell everyone that connor from lap is now saying that the anaheim ducks should be a junior hockey team (laughs) (laughs) we win all the hardware hey if we're not going to win at the nhl level might as well win at something we were winning it being bad, and then that didn't go right with the lottery, and now it's all up on the kids. Yeah. Yeah. And other than all that, um, we have just some more names being circulated in regards to coaching. Um, some that we've heard, some that kind of don't make sense. Just there's a there's a lot of names out there. Um, yeah. Friedman, someone reported that Freeman said Brad Shaw from the Flyers, which then he said no. Um, we've heard Spencer Carberry from the Leafs. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. Sarah, Sarah Volley said that Burnett's a name uh, from New Jersey, um, mm-hmm. which we've all kind of hoped for at one point this season. Yeah. It was, then, it was really good to see that, you know, Brunette had kind of – Brunette was kind of the Jesper Brat of uh, – <laughs> Of coaching candidates how like every ducks fan just kind of seems to think that the ducks should go after jesper bratt but mm-hmm. and you know the entire season people were talking about oh andrew burnett you know people were making jokes ducks should probably andrew burnett from the devils blah 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 can we talk to andrew burnett yet so um i think it'd be a great fit i mean we all saw what he did in the regular season at least with that florida team last year and so it was good to see from frank saravalli that he actually tweeted and confirmed that we have interest in andrew burnett so good to kind of get that little full circle moment there. Yeah, that'd be a cool, that'd be a cool hire for sure. I'd be, I'd be all for, I mean, I mean, really all the names that they, um, that they mentioned between Brunette, Carberry, and uh, Vellucci. I mean, I, I mean, Vellucci's a little less sexy, I guess, but, um, you know, I mean, I mean, he's had a solid record in Pittsburgh as a, as an assistant on the bench there, but, um, well, and it's somebody that we haven't seen in the mix before. It's like, not a, he's, it's yeah. not a retread. Yes, they are NHL coaches, and yes, one of them, Andrew Brunette, um, Andrew Andrew Brunette specifically has been an NHL coach before. But just, I mean, I mean, I understand most of the listeners for the most part understand this. But when we say retread, it doesn't just mean anybody who's ever been a coach ever. We just mean retread as in that group of like eight, nine, or ten people. You know, your 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 Peter Laviolette's, your Elaine Vigneault's, your your Bruce Boudreaux's, your your uh, your Barry Trotz, the, 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 that group of coaches, your John Tortorella's, that just seems to just seems to have constantly been in the endless wash, dry, rinse, and repeat cycle throughout the league the last twenty years. But um, yeah, so you know, it's good it's good to see some you know some younger sort of not not so proven names, but it's you know it's good that 
Verbeek seems to be going in the right direction in terms of players that or in terms of coaches that he wants to be targeting. Um, yeah. The Carberry thing is interesting, um, you know, especially with the whole shit show that is Toronto right now. Um, I saw some people saying that, um, you know, with the Leafs more than likely letting Sheldon Keefe go, why would they not just promote Carberry? Like I saw uh, a few people on Twitter ask that question in regards to Carberry potentially being a candidate for the Anaheim job. And I just, I, I don't see Leafs management going to the fans and being like, Hey, I know we're letting go Sheldon Keefe. You guys all hated, but guess what we're doing? We're just going to promote somebody from the staff. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, <laughs> I don't see that happening. I, I wouldn't anticipate Carberry getting promoted to the head coaching job in Toronto. I definitely think he's going elsewhere. Um, I think it was reported today that, um, you know, Anaheim and, and Washington, I think had the biggest interest in Carberry. So we'll see what kind of happens there. Those two, those two teams seem to be, um, seem to be pretty keen on him so it'll be it'll be interesting to kind of see how this how this coaching thing kind of unravels you know we're 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 finally getting names pinned to teams we're at that yeah. point in the offseason where you know we're kind of starting to see that dispersion of who wants who and we can kind of you know pick in place who's going to fall where but um yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to kind of see as this process moves on yeah i mean that that's about all ducks wise <clears throat> that's happened um I don't know. We're kind of at that point where the playoffs have to end for any real thing to happen, like signings and stuff. Um, it's just kind of the territory right now. Um, yeah. yeah we, we're in we that talk- awkward. Yeah. We're, we're in that awkward, you know, our team's not in the playoffs drafts a little too far away, but you know, there's not really a whole lot of news going on, but. And I'll address this really quick because uh, Lou is putting it in the chat. I don't know why he can't just ask me, but. <laughs> Why did Luke what? disappear? And he just disappeared. Um, I don't know. Is Chris, Where'd is I Chris go? Wearing a, is Chris wearing a Suns hat? Why is Chris wearing a Suns hat? It is a Suns hat. Um, I don't wear it for this. I mean, I don't care about the Suns, really, but I like the hat. The okay. valley. That's where I live. Just, I live in the live in the valley, man. I like it. And it's like outlined just, in that dark purple. You can't see it on here, but it's outlined in dark purple, and it's just awesome. Just you, don't a question. To, you don't need to explain anything to me, Chris. Just asking a question. Make a conversation. <laughs> well there's your answer louis okay thank you chris stiffer <laughs> <laughs> well the only other thing i had for this uh for our usual ducks half of the episode was you know i we we talked about it ourselves but uh we think in the one year anniversary of lap is the the lap awards this year lap awards i know we we already came oh. up with uh with some <clears throat> some interesting awards to give out um i already forgot them all (laughs) yeah you know i kind of forgot i wrote them all down until i was looking at my drive to do the notes today i was like oh shit i I forgot that that was something we uh we were talking about so i mean if that's something you guys would like i mean it's just going to kind of be a fun episode if we do wind up doing it it's going to probably be really short and just kind of being lighthearted about this really rough season and just having some fun yeah. Getting some yucks in, you know. But yeah, I mean, that was about it, ducks wise. I mean, unless there's anything you guys want to bring up or talk about, again, uh, kind of at that point where there's just nothing happening outside of a couple guys playing I, the world championship. Yeah. And, you know, there's been more talk now about, you know, is Fantilli 100% the number two now with, with how the worlds have been going and Leo Carlson? He's is- not. Yeah, it's I guess it's, it's up in the air. Um, it's not a sure thing. 
And I think it's become less of a sure thing between now and, um, or I'm sorry, between our last episode when we were reacting to the draft lottery and, and now, which is just a little over two weeks, about 15 days. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's been, it's been interesting, man. It's going to be a fun, a fun conversation. Um, you know, somebody put it on Twitter really well. Um, you know, the ducks are really going to have a difficult decision here at two and it's for all the right reasons. It's not a bad reason. It's really Mm -hmm. hard. It's going to be really hard for us to go wrong here. Um, it's all going to depend on who Verbeek thinks is going to be the better player in three, four or five years. Um, and what he thinks the team needs based on his need, it's going to be down to his judgment. Um, I can't imagine. I can't imagine making that decision. I can't either. But I mean, you know, like I said, it's not like you're deciding between, uh, you, you know, like Will Smith or Mitch Cobb, where there's this, mm-hmm. you know, well, Will, where Will Smith is the super safe option, or you go for the home run pick that could potentially pay dividends for a decade plus, right? Yeah. I would rather be in the situation with two guys that we know for sure are going to be elite players in the league. Um, yeah, you know, you can't uh, you can't really go wrong here. Um, I, I I would still right now on May twenty third, twenty twenty three. I think I would still lean towards Verbeek taking Fantilli, but mm-hmm. um, man, it's going to be a true discussion, and it's a lot closer than than people want to admit. Leo yeah. Carlson is very, very, very good. These yeah, two, play I still... different. These two play a completely different, not completely different, but um these two play a, a different game. Yeah. Then I still have, I still guy. have Fantilli at right. two as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I, I would still bet on Fantilli probably, but you know, it's a, it's a situation where I'm probably still going to be expecting Fantilli to be the choice on, on June 28th. But if we do end up taking Carlson, I'm, I'm not going to be upset. Mm-hmm. Not going to be upset at all. It's just, you know, that's just going to tell us that Verbeek sees Carlson as, as a, as the better fit to the puzzle, to the puzzle that he's trying to put together. And um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. He's looked, he's looked great at the worlds. Um, I know it's a little bit of a different comparison just because, you know, um, Carlson's been, um, you know, been anchoring the top line playing center there for Sweden as an 18 year old, whereas it's kind of been the opposite end for Fantilli. He's been on the wing and then he was playing as the fifth and then he was playing as the, uh, as the 13th forward in some games, but um you know, so a little bit different, but I mean, hey, you know, it probably says a lot about Leo that he's being trusted um, yeah. in a men's tournament as an 18-year-old playing that first line center position. So, yeah. Is Lou going to have to update his background and do a split Fantilli Carlson? Yeah, probably not. Yeah, Too lazy to do that. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Too lazy well, to do that. I mean, I will, just say, I will just say this. Anyone that's doubting, anyone that, you know, maybe a little bit nervous about Fantilli potentially not being the pick it's it's gonna be okay not okay if we don't select Fantilli it's not disastrous it's not a mistake I will put whatever reputation I've developed for myself I will put my reputation on that it's gonna be okay it's gonna be a fascinating discussion between you know draft is just a little bit over a month away now um yeah it's gonna be fun it's going to be fun to see different leaks come out. Um, you know, I'm sure Corey Pronman's going to have a little bit more leaks. Um, I know he's had a few already in terms of, you know, what teams are kind of leaning which way. I know there really hasn't been anything with the Ducks yet in regards to that. Um, but uh, it's going to be fun, man. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited sure Frank, to see all this. Sure We're in a Frank great Sarah spot. Bali. We're in a great yeah. spot. 
I'm sure I'm, Frank Saravalli will tweet out something. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to. I'm excited to. Well, Frank Saravalli will spoil the draft the night before. One hundred percent. He'll probably um, spoil it like a week before. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see who we take. The fact that we're, I mean, again, there always is the, uh, you know, the chance we do take Mitch Kov is greater than zero. But I will just say for now, um, you know the fact that we're about to add Fantilli or Carlson is uh, extremely exciting, extremely exciting. And I can't wait. I would just like it to happen already, but you know, we got some waiting to do. Well, on the topic of the draft, um, our buddies at Chirp and Yotes are doing a cool little thing uh, where they're doing a kind of thing involving their community and just anybody who wants to participate. Um, they'll be donating to charity for every lottery pick they get right and ten dollars so they'll start with five dollars for every lottery pick and ten for every other pick they get right in the first round um while also a minimum of 40 bucks um they're also going to do a dollar per right pick for every fan submitted mock draft so we have all submitted ours uh patrick has made some really nice graphics yeah Um, graphics to make it look very professional. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're donating to two different charities. Uh, both Matt and Alex picked two charities uh, of their own. And then they just picked the Arizona Humane Society for all of the ones that us fans get uh, correct. So if you want to participate in it and, you know, just have some fun taking a stab at this, I know the second half of my mock draft was all guesses. Um, I have no idea who most of these guys are out of like the top six. Yeah, so, I couldn't tell um, you either. I just was yeah. kind of putting names like, okay, I don't want this one to look like Connor's mock, so I'll swap that guy instead. <laughs> Patrick and I have Patrick and I have real ones. <laughs> yeah, the 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 other ones from the three of us may be kind of just yeah that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Jake's is finished. Um, I think. Patrick is finishing up mine and lose tonight. So we'll have, I'll, I'll tweet, I'll tweet mine out, but yeah, mine, I, I, after I I was good for the top five. And then after that, it's just like, whatever. Are we supposed to do all 32? No, 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 no. Because we we don't, uh, we don't know uh, the rest of the order. uh, 16 to 16. Yeah. Just the top 15, just the top 15. But um, yeah, once we get, once Patrick gets the graphics for all of ours made, Chris, you should we should uh, we should put together like a mass tweet where they're all in the yeah i was gonna like split you know yeah even like everybody when it gets when it gets closer to the draft i might post um you know all of our mock drafts from the podcasters and i'll do i'll 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 respond to that one with the mocks from our writers if all of our writers do one um but yeah, if you want to join in on it uh they're at on twitter is at chirpin yotes pod uh, go find them there. Uh, they just, their latest tweet is just talking about the mock draft. So you can DM them probably, or just respond to their latest tweet um, with your mock drafts and join in on the fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I'm excited to see how many I get right just by like guessing. Throwing, yeah. Just throwing <laughs> shit at the wall. <laughs> I watch it's, it's going to be, we're all going to get that. I say we'll get one, two, and three at least somewhat close. And then the rest of it's just mm-hmm. going to be all fucked up just because, <laughs> yeah, 
you know, the NHL has been all about chaos the last couple couple weeks with all the shit with the playoffs and yeah, exactly. You know, teams like the Leafs not uh, stealing the spotlight, totally not causing a ruckus. And... <laughs> yep. Before we get into that, though, um, there's not a lot of local stuff going on now with the Lakers being eliminated and the Ducks and Kings being out of well. Ducks not making the playoffs and the Kings being out for a while, but you can still use our uh, promo code over at 714 tickets, code LAP. Go see a Angels Dodger game. Yeah. If you're out of state, it's good for any events near you. Um, yeah. We were talking before the stream started. The Angels are actually kind of doing okay for once, which don't jinx it right now. Don't jinx it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, uh, Get out to Big A before it gets hot and sticky during the summer. I want to try and make my my yearly one game before it gets too hot and I get sunburnt again, but, you know. (laughs) Code LAP at checkout. You get 10% off and 5% towards any future orders. We're uh, going to be trying to get tickets, I know, for next season with them, do another giveaway like we did. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know something comes up sooner maybe with the angels yeah you know i know not all ducks fans are angel fans so maybe if it's something where we do a little giveaway and it's baseball game of choice so it's not like oh you have to go to an angel game you know we can do it for the dodgers or whomever yep yeah whomever we we can do that too I would like to bring up that next month, uh, June 21st, will be a full year since the Late Arrivals podcast dropped their first episode. So we're going to make that LAP day, and we're going to try to figure out June. Yeah, we're going to do a giveaway of some sort. Yeah, June 21st. It is, it's a Wednesday. Really? I thought we started in May. No, nope. June. No, when we right started. Fourth, fourth of July. Yeah, when we, when we started, I think there were only, I think, Two games happened in the Stanley Cup final, and it was and it was off season. Got it. Um, yeah. yeah. So June twenty first, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to think of something. I was gonna contact seven one four and see if they want to do something and declare it maybe, lap day. Yeah, we're gonna have a lap day. So <laughs> we'll figure out yeah. what that means as we get closer. But uh, I would like to do some sort of some sort of get giveaway, but we'll see. Like see everything, everything we do, out. it will be on the yeah. fly. Oh. Yeah, you know, it might <laughs> literally I might not know what's going on until the day of, but who knows? Who knows? That gives you more reason to uh to stay tuned and follow us everywhere so you are up to date on what is happening. We have a Mike Trout bomb alert FYI. Oh, yeah? Ooh. Angels up for nothing. Live <laughs> on stream, folks. Tap into the Mike Trout dong show. <laughs> you know, when I was out there uh this past weekend i almost i was kind of upset that i didn't get tickets to an angels game um i didn't i didn't even know they were home to be honest i was i i was telling jenny we should have went saturday night could have looked it up a on bunch the of internet. names yeah but we yeah got, you we know the internet does help oh, we got yeah. yummy burgers instead <laughs> wait where was that sunday that oh was yeah sunday. That, was that was sunday, sunday. that was sunday saturday yeah. what did we do saturday I don't know. This weekend's a blur. Yeah, I Yeah, that's true. Um, speaking of burgers, though, we did go to Hammer Burger 
our friend Kristen and her husband, uh, her husband owns it. You know, they had a food truck for three years. They are open in Santa Ana. They've only been, I, I talked to them. I think I talked to her husband. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure it was him. Um, he said they've only been open for like two weeks. So it was pretty packed when we were there. The burgers are awesome. I was very happy. I was able to get there and, and, and check it out and whew, dangerous dude. So go check them out. Santa Ana Hammerburger. Chris can attest to the fact that I got home from my game, sat down, ate in like five minutes. Yeah, you didn't say a word, so I know you're enjoying it. <laughs> it was it was very good. Yeah, it, very good. Ten out of ten. Would recommend uh, if you haven't been to Hammerburger yet, go check it out. Change your life. Would you say it was a hundred out of ten? Hundred out of ten. <laughs> wow. Bunch of ass clowns. Well, speaking of ass clowns, I guess we can jump into talking about the Leafs. The Leafs. What? Well, since the last time we talked, looking at the notes, um, I still had the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> so it has been a while since we've been on here. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you've been living under a rock and you know haven't been watching the playoffs, uh, the Leafs made the second round for the first time in 19 years, and then were swiftly ass kicked out the door, losing in five. Love and you. their world just collapsed around them. So um, fast. Love you know, it. Du- Dubis did an interview, kind of rogue, mm-hmm. by the sounds of it. Um, sounded like Brendan Shanahan didn't exactly want him to speak. Yeah. Um, Apparently, that press conference determined his future. <laughs> pretty fast like just that one press conference did it all according to brendan shanahan um they didn't want him to speak because they were still weighing options of bringing him back as general manager um they wanted to bring him back um but then he went up there and pretty much was like yeah i don't know if i want to do this anymore yeah um and in shanahan's words he said that that kind of told him that his heart wasn't in it anymore and they needed somebody else. Um, it has just led to a spiral of chaos. Um, yeah. yeah, there was already the, the talks of Carberry leaving. Yeah. They're <laughs> pretty much Spezza. everybody is bracing for the yeah, fact Jason that Jason Spezza left shortly just, after. Yeah. He just peaced out. Um, yeah, they're bracing for one of the big four guys to be traded at mm-hmm. some point. Um, it's nice. Austin Matthews getting traded at the draft going to be so sick. <laughs> I mean, you know, glad it's not us because it's yeah. fun watching this stuff happen from afar. Um, apologies, apologies to our Leafs late night buddies. If you are tuning in at all, if you're on, if you're listening right now on Twitch or it's Wednesday or Thursday and you're tuning in. I apologize. We'll pour one out for you. But can we talk about how even when they're out of the playoffs, it's got to be all about the Leafs? Always. So it's every every season something happens. But mm-hmm. Okay, so Dude. this has been like the most cataclysmic, I think, of all of the playoff losses because yeah. now, you know, everybody's just like, well, shit, there, mm. there goes all the fun from – getting out of the first round yeah because now both coaches may be gone the gm's (laughs) gone players are gonna get traded they're gonna be starting pretty much from scratch now with all new everything's gonna be new so they did all of that 
they finally got over that first round hump just for all of it to be stripped down. And oh, you know sucks. it's bad when the top options are for GMs at least are you know the Mark Bergevins and Peter Shirelli's of the world. Yeah. Um you know it would I wouldn't say it'd be poetic, but it would be like such a step back from having a progressive GM like Dubis that was really all about kind of rewarding guys like you know the Matthews and Nylanders and Marners of the world and bringing in the hometown the hometown boy and getting all the what you thought was the right depth to just to have a Bergevin or Shirelli in there after yeah. all these years yeah. of failure well yeah um, and, you know and a lot of people are saying that the wrong guy was let go because apparently Shanahan it came out that Shanahan blocked a ton of moves that Dubis wanted to make over the last few years so who knows if if those moves went through what what kind of team the Leafs would have, I mean they could have been worse they could have been better who knows we I mean we won't know but knowing that Shanahan like they just didn't see eye to eye on a lot of things kind of you know was is it is it a Dubas problem is it a Shanahan problem who knows yeah I mean in the same vein you know Dubas has been linked to the Penguins even when they still were in the playoffs you know, a lot oh, of yeah. Penguins fans were like, hey, well, we fired our guys. So when they, you know, it's it's kind of funny because they're like, well, when they lose, they're going to probably fire him. So, you know, win-win. <laughs> have a little swap here, a little swippity swap. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Always the Penguins, too, don't you think? Like, I feel like whenever there's somebody available, whether it's a, a free agent or someone's in the, on, the, on a trade block or a GM coach, I feel like the Penguins, if it's not the Leafs on the American side of things, it's the Penguins. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason they were a playoff team for like 35 years in a row. So yeah, we well, must copy the other bird team. Be good top. like them. <laughs> you know, there's not really a whole hell of a lot that's happened outside of the the playoffs. I mean, I kind of wrote down some quick things. You know, obviously you had the Coyotes proposal kind of fell through with the oy, city of Tempe. Oy, oy. Yeah, we don't have to get too much into that because that's already kind of exhausted. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, but it, it it does sound like they at least kind of had some some plans in place. Um yeah. as kind of fail safes. You know, there's talks <laughs> of you know talking with the city of Mesa. About potentially yeah. moving there, uh, I saw something that said I think it was Craig Morgan, or it might have been the the Coyotes pod that he's on, uh, that said that they may be going back to the Suns ownership and trying to do something it with that be. arena. That's an option, I guess. But I think the only way that would work is if the Coyotes' current ownership was willing to sell to the Suns owner, because I I think that's the only way that he would maybe commit to renovating again to the arena knowing that it yeah. was his team but um yeah the whole mesa thing seems nice uh but again i read that the you know if they go through with the mesa thing it would you have to go to a, a city you know vote again which is fine i mean what i'll say really quick about the whole tempe thing is that the coyotes really really missed um you know it came out the whole money spent thing Big, big difference between the no voters and what they spent in their campaign to what the Coyotes spent. They really did not spend that much. And they, from what I gathered, this isn't, this isn't Craig Morgan saying this or the PHNX Coyotes people. This is just what I gained from it is that the Coyotes went into it thinking that it was going to be a slam dunk. 
and they didn't put a lot of effort into it because they even started their campaign late. Um, I mean, the arena deal was perfect, but I feel like they knew it was perfect and they just figured, okay, this is such a good deal. We don't have to put in any effort to really get it to a, a yes vote. And I think that bit them in the ass. But, well, I mean, not, I think it definitely bit them in the ass. Um, so that's what kind they, of frustrating. What they spent, what, they spent, what the Coyotes was, spent, like didn't even crest 300 No, pick, right? no, no, Crazy. significantly Crazy. lower. And it's just, it's just, it, it was frustrating to see. So what I'm hoping is that they take this same Tempe plan and just put it in Mesa, the same exact plan. Cause it's a great plan with the arena and the, the entertainment district around it, but give it a second shot. Some, you know, in Mesa or Scottsdale, wherever you want to do it. And How actually far is Mesa effort. from um, the location they're looking at is where the Fiesta mall used to be. It's, it's uh, vacant now, but uh, it's, Let's see. I'll look on the map. It's not far from like the city limits of Tempe. It's it's not too bad. But um I wouldn't hate this area. But we'll see. It's all, you know. <clears throat> if, they Sorry. Do, if they have to do a whole city vote again, it's gonna be annoying. But if they Mace, do it the Mace, right Mace way. Is just a little, Mace is just a little bit further out east than Tempe. Further east, yeah, it's it's, it's neighboring. Area. Yeah, it's neighboring Tempe. It's it's right there. So, I, go ahead, Jake. I was going to say I hate to get off topic here, but Garrett, your fucking tweet just took me out. I I I can't even like honestly, I'm sorry, Chris, but everything you just what said, do you do? What it do you... just you you got to read it. Just <laughs> well, we'll 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 send it later. <laughs> Okay, so where they're looking right now, the Fiesta Mall area in Mesa is about 17 minutes away from the spot that they wanted in Tempe. So it's not that bad. It's not far from like ASU's campus. They're at least staying in the same vicinity and yeah, somewhat yeah. close. Yeah, it's not like it's going to be like a Glendale situation just on the other side of the valley, which I was worried about if they went to Mesa, because what's the point if you're going to put it way out? And because Mesa's huge, if you didn't know, it's it's a huge area, covers a lot of land and you go into East Mesa and that, I mean, it's literally just would be like their Glendale arena just on the other side of the valley where no one can get to it. It's so far away. People aren't going to drive out there, but this spot in Mesa is like almost it's pretty much almost on the Tempe Mesa border. So it's, it's not too bad. So hopefully that works out, but coyotes definitely dropped the ball on the whole campaign thing. They really, I mean, like, like the PHNX people said, they, they had a watch, they, they had their own watch party for the vote. Like they were all anticipating celebrating, like everyone thought it was a win. And then for them to lose that bad, they definitely missed the mark there where you lose that bad. And yeah. they didn't know that they were going to, you know, there was something missing there. So, Whatever it is next, hopefully they do it the right way and actually put some effort into it, or who knows. I think you have to after anticipating a win with no pushback. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you got to get your shit together at some point and at least put an attempt forward instead of just like, okay, we're just leaving this up to everybody again. You know, this time yeah. we'll get it. <laughs> we'll get it this time. Don't Surely worry. this time will work. <laughs> Oh, 
some other things. I know Dave Pagnota today had said that they're aiming for next year's stadium series to be back-to-backs on the same sheet of ice. Uh, they're looking to do Devils Flyers and Islanders Rangers at MetLife Stadium. That'd be pretty cool. Which, I mean, the back-to-back thing's cool, but if they're going to market it like they've marketed the last couple of stadium series, we won't remember that it's happening until <laughs> two days before. Um, yeah. So I know what this year's it happened like they were showing the the practices the day before and i was like oh why are they skating outside and oh shit <laughs> there's an outdoor game that's why um yeah they do a decent job like for the local area but when it gets to the national stage they just don't know how to do it like to market the game because everyone i mean the stadiums are packed they're sold out games all the time but like for the national audience to tune in they don't know what day it is so unless you're living in that city most of the time, you don't know what the hell's going on until the day of. This might be a little controversial. I kind of think they should maybe take a year or two off the outdoor games. Yeah. Like like both the, Cla- the Winter Classic and the Stadium Series. Give us new teams, too. Because at yeah. least if they just take a season and say, hey, like we'll just have those be like rest days, You know, maybe give the teams another couple days off in the season or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, I, I think it would make it would make the lore of those games come back a little bit because mm-hmm. you know we we talked about it uh, about how it's cool that Vegas and Seattle are the Winter Classic next year, but it's like when you're putting the same teams in the Stadium Series because I see it as they have the Rangers, Isles, and the Devils in the mix because people are going to be stupid about the Winter Classic being teams from smaller markets like they're being <laughs> stupid about the playoffs yeah. right now uh, yeah and they kind of mm-hmm. see it as okay well we have to put these teams in there because if we're not getting the ratings in the classic we could at least get it from the stadium series games yeah. but it's like yeah. at this point who the fuck cares like yeah the rangers have played so many the flyers have played a ton i mean this is like yeah. the third or fourth one the devils have played rangers have been in i mean you you complain about the blackhawks like people complain about the blackhawks rangers have been in a ton flyers Just a too. ton yeah yeah flyers too um this is only the devil's second outdoor game which second. i did not know i felt like they'd yeah they'd i thought least... they had a couple more but yeah i mean yeah they, still, played, the Ran- they played the rangers before right at, at like yankee that. stadium or something yeah. they played buffalo at uh city field the rangers did. yes yeah and like 20 20- 20 or something oh those sabers jerseys were hot too that like that yellow buffalo logo that just says sabers on it oh my god i don't know why that's not a third jersey yet i don't know they're missing out jersey. but yeah i jersey. would i would i wouldn't be opposed to just taking a break for a couple of years you know yeah. just bring it back to just doing the winter classic make it a more exclusive thing so it's the one thing that everybody's focusing on yeah, I'd be in favor of not taking any time off if it just meant it, we're only doing the Winter Classic on New Year's Day, and that's it. No other outdoor games. Like it, it's been oversaturated. I think if you just made it the outdoor classic, bring back something like that twenty four seven series. Do it through ESPN. Do it through thirty for thirty e sixty, whatever you want to call it. But that was when those outdoor games were kind of in their or in their prime, and I think we need to go back to that. Yep. Yeah. Like that Rangers Capitals 24-7 series, that was fantastic. Oh, for sure. It was awesome. There's just so much money involved that I can't see the NHL ever being down to that. Well, there's um, all the sponsorships that are tied up in it. Like, it won't go away. But it's just, 
it's it's an oversaturation thing. I see it from the perspective of, you know, if Rudolph's still in the chat, I look at this from a perspective with wrestling where, you know, they had a lot of innovative matches over the years, you know, like your money in the bank and stuff where it was like a once it happened at WrestleMania every year. And then they made a whole pay-per-view around it and it lost to a lure. Cause it's like, well, what was the point of the, of it being special before now you just have five matches that are the same in this pay-per-view and now I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I, I honestly, I wouldn't hate if they, what if, like, if they did the winter classic, cause that's the big one. Um, if you want to keep that, that's cool. But I kind of miss the, uh, outdoor game that was, uh, at Lake Tahoe. I kind of, I, I liked it a lot. You know, they couldn't make any money really cause no fans or anything like that. Um, but I don't know. I wouldn't hate if they went, if they did something like that every year. You just got to do like, it at where night. Where it's just like, <laughs> yeah, because Batman forgot that the sun existed. But um, but yeah, I mean that that would be fun too. But but yeah, well, I get what you're saying. Uh, you know, if maybe they bring a year Dusty, off. If they only Dusty bring Gooch. Dusty Gooch back, that's the only way I, I want a Lake Tahoe game again. Yeah, yeah, bring Dusty Gooch back. Just but, give us um, more gonna... uh, Western Conference teams in the yeah. outdoor games. What we're saying is the Ducks need to be in more. That's what we're that's what we're getting to here. Angel Stadium, Ducks Kings, maybe Ducks Sharks. Yeah. Ducks Sharks at Oracle would be pretty sweet, but I think the humidity of being like by the water would like melt the ice. Yeah. No, bro, it gets cold down there at night. Yeah, it gets yeah, it gets really cold. Oh yeah, it does. But I, I could see that being a nightmare, like trying to have the ice set during the day. And yeah. then like freezing all weird at night, but well, and I'm hoping the Coyotes can get their stuff like figured out because I know the NHL has brought up that they were gonna bring an outdoor game here and possibly play at uh, Sun Devil Stadium, and uh, obviously it would be sweet for it to be the Ducks, but we know that's not gonna happen because if it's gonna be the Coyotes, they're gonna need a moneymaker team coming in, and it'll probably be Vegas, but um or Chicago because. <laughs> or Chicago, Connor, but yeah, because Connor Bedard. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Or Chicago, but uh, since I brought the Coyotes back up, let's let's. Uh, I was asked here, Salt Lake Coyotes thoughts and opinions. Please don't. <laughs> we do not need a hockey team in Mormonville, USA. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, no Salt Lake. Salt no Lake salt. would be cool, but not Boring. not the Coyotes. Leave the Coyotes when alone. Th- when you think rowdy hockey fans that drink, I. Definitely do not think Salt Lake City. Just leave the Coyotes alone. I, I won't. I, I I won't survive without an NHL team here. So I don't know. Who, I'm, I'm, I'm for. Know. I'm for that. Everybody's cracking open a nice uh, a nice apple juice to watch the first ever playoff game. In Salt yeah. Lake. Like, yeah. How exciting is that? No. No. <laughs> Christ. You can get that Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City, by the way, who Salt Lake City, <laughs> the capital city that has a lower population than Boise. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> I'm good. Well, right one it. two last things here, and then we'll get into some playoff talk and then questions. Um Gary Bettman's supposed to meet with Joel Quinville about his return to coaching, oh, but geez. it doesn't sound imminent. Honestly, just keep him the fuck away. Who cares? Yeah. Yep. Like, why even go through it? Like if you know he's not not saying that he doesn't feel remorse about it because I don't think we've heard him talk about anything that's happened since he was asked to 
step away, but at this yeah. point, he's old news. Just yeah, we don't, we don't need to see shit. him again. We don't need to backtrack to that. Yeah, time we don't period. need to see him again. <laughs> Same with Babcock. Yeah, he's been Apparently, tied to a, he's been he tied to a bunch of teams. Um, it sounds like more so Columbus than the Ducks. Um, because I wanted to su- substantiate the posts that are out there saying that he's been linked to the Ducks. And I'm seeing more of it seems likelier with the Blue Jackets, which, hey, that's their problem. As long as it's not us. Yeah. Enjoy Ohio. Well, and the only only Babcock linked Anaheim was was Puck Empire saying that Elliot Friedman said he could be a possibility, but nobody can find where he said that. So, I mean, I'm not really. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I'm not really hold. I'm not really holding a lot of stock in that. Yeah, we don't. We've been there, done that with Babcock a long time ago. We don't. We don't need that again. At tip. Oh, and then lastly, you know, we talked about it a little bit. Uh, the world tournaments going on right now. Uh, Pavel Regenda's. He's got two goals. Jacob Silverberg. Baby. Both, both representing the Ducks. Um, I kind of forgot these were going on until Joe Valeno was trying to stomp <laughs> Nito Nina Riders. Uh, oh, Bobby goal. Christ. Little Bobby Ryan. My Stomped God. Him. Just yeah, stomping them out. That was that was pretty dirty. That was that was pretty gross. Um, Adam Fantilli got kicked out the other day. Yeah, that was a. That, I saw um Felix say something earlier in the the Twitch chat here about his about Fantilli's dirty, <laughs> dirty hit. Was it or, even dirty? No, the I, I, it was, and the IIHF rules are a lot harsher. And even then, yeah. I thought it was. I thought the ejection was stupid, but whatever. Yeah. We've talked about all that enough um but yeah the uh preliminary round is officially over in the iihf worlds um group a uh the u.s ended on top with 20 points i when they first came out with their roster before this all started i looked at it did not think they were going to go undefeated they went undefeated i don't know how who's your top line Um, beats me i just know nick bedino's there bunch of guys (laughs) Bunch of dudes doing dude things in Finland. Um, but yeah, the top four in each group move on to the uh, quarters. So group A, it's USA, Sweden, Finland, and Germany. Group B, it's Switzerland, Canada, Latvia, and Czechia. Um, how about Switzerland? The Swiss dudes. That's what's up, man. They uh, You and your Swiss hockey. Yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. I just really enjoy them. I really enjoy them. In, in, I'm in my heart. I'm I'm a Swiss citizen. This country scares yeah. me, so I'm in Switzerland mentally. Um, but yeah, Switzerland what city. I, Zurich. Okay. We <laughs> just wanted clarification. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I need you to expand on that a little got bit. Got you. I always got you. I always got you. Yeah, the quarterfinals start on May 25th. Uh, the U.S. takes on Czechia, um, Canada, Finland, Switzerland, Germany, and then Sweden and Latvia. So Switzerland's playing Germany. I'm actually German, so my uh, my wish to be a Swiss citizen is going up against my actual blood. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, it's been fun. I mean, I've 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 watched a few. I don't know if you've got if you guys have tuned in a lot, but have no. Um, no, there's some I don't games even on know. ESPN what, Plus. What time but... do they even come on? Right. A uh, lot of the games are the games can be from 2 a.m. Pacific to to 8 a.m. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah I'm just I, try to, I try to throw I throw on the 8 a.m. game 
when I can yeah. in the morning when I'm having my coffee and getting work done. But um, it's a little harder to keep track just because they're all the way in, in Eastern Europe. Yeah. So. Yeah. If they're not in Finland, they're also playing in Latvia. So um, I, I watched a few games, but of course, all the U.S. games are on NHL Network. So your boy can't watch Ben through all that. So we don't have to go any further. Um, but yeah, it's been fun. Should probably I'm get hoping- an NHL Network. Um, maybe NHL Network should figure something out with Hulu Live TV because I'm not gonna. <laughs> That's what I got. That's what I got. Um, I have enough subscriptions. I don't need to. Yeah, there's too many streaming sites nowadays. Yeah. yeah, but um, I'm hoping for a U.S. Switzerland final gold medal game. Let's do that. Let's All do right. that thing. Agreed. Um, Chris will be the only one putting stock in this yep. tournament. That means nothing. But yep. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Your opinion just, doesn't matter. Or just Jake. me over here cheering, waving flags. No one cares about. <laughs> wow. Well, great. I'm getting into talking about the playoffs here. Yeah, like we kind of said earlier, have they been rolling on or have things grinded to a halt? Because both conference final series are currently three games to nothing. Uh, Florida and Vegas kind of have a stranglehold on these series. Um. Why were uh, Dallas fans throwing stuff onto the ice tonight? They were being pressed that they were they losing. Were, it was very dumb. Uh, Max Domi threw a, a questionable hit. And then uh, I forgot who he hit on Vegas, but. Hag. Hag, yeah. And then he said something to Domi. Domi then got mad or something and started throwing punches. So Domi hit the guy and then started throwing punches. And then the fans were mad that Domi got penalties and started trashing the ice. So I don't know. Stars fans need to, need to Learn puck. do something, do some, do something. Rewatch what happened. I don't know. Cause that was a mess, that, but what can you do? But yeah, the, the, the conference finals, you know, like Connor was saying earlier in the show, how great the first round was. I feel like we were just booking it 110 miles per hour. We were, it was awesome. And now we just, we didn't slow down. We went 110 into a wall <laughs> and we're all dead. crashed. Yeah. We're, we're all dead. We all died. Um, I don't know, man. I, 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 I had stars in six. I had canes in six. So the Panthers are, just shocking me every single round because I'm not going for them. So maybe, you know, if they do finish this off, which they should, um, and they go to the cup final, I guess maybe if I want them to win, I should not go for them because they're winning without me cheering for them. But uh, that means me going for the Knights in the cup final. I don't know how that's going to go, but. They're going for the team, bud. Jack Eichel is one win away from the cup final. Woo. Let's check yeah, in on some a, Sabres fans. We got our first caller on the show. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> what a what a feel good story that is for Eichel. Good to good right, to, you know. Damn, finally and get his. You know, if yeah. we if we get Eichel to the Cup final, does the uh, who's better, McDavid or Eichel, conversation <laughs> change? Eichel's clearly better now. <laughs> Ship has sailed on that McDavid character. We were all duped. So we have a, a crazy stat out of the, oh, I mean, just with the Panthers in general. Uh, since they were down 3-1 against the, the Bruins in round one, they are 10-1. and 
They wow. lost one game and it was to the Leafs last round. Um, you know, they haven't wrapped up this series just yet, but with how things have been going, um, there's a very real chance that happens tomorrow night because, you know, Bobrovsky is just playing out of his mind. Dude, he is. The Bob. You know, the Lou, Bob Lou was talking about Matt Chuck earlier. Yeah, kind of kind of doing what he's been doing. What's that's your beef with it, Lou? No, I like it. It's a, it's a oh, great okay. celebration. Just okay. leave a nice. Great. <laughs> yeah, I do like it. Um, you know, they man. played two, they played two games that game. You think about oh, it. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. I can't believe. Yeah. They were what? 12 seconds away or something from going to five overtimes. <laughs> yeah. That was an, that was a crazy game. That was, that was a lot of fun. Though. I was enjoying it. Um, but yeah, I did not think the hurricanes would be, be uh, you know, going into tomorrow's game or Wednesday's game. Uh, possibly getting swept. I don't know how Rod the bot. I would not want to be in that locker room with Rod the bot being down three games to none. Oh my god! Does that he get fired scary. if he loses? If they oh lose? hell no, no no no. He shouldn't. He's he's so. he's probably he's gonna go down as like the best coach probably in Hurricanes history. Even if he doesn't get the cup with them, like he's a. I don't great think he coach. gets fired, and I don't. I don't think he should. Nah. An overreaction if he gets fired, yeah. like a complete no. overreaction. But man, the Kings. That'd be that'd be uh, that'd be a a Bruce Cassidy. Yeah, exactly. Ruins firing yeah. Bruce Cassidy overreaction. Yes, like they don't play partic- particularly exciting hockey, but it works for them. I mean, we saw it work all season, and we saw it work all against playoffs. the Ducks. We saw it work all playoffs up until <laughs> you know, up until they met the streaking Panthers team. So yeah, I, I still I, don't know. I still yeah. don't know how they swept them, the Ducks. No. Hey, we had to be good at some point this year to show we weren't entirely shit. <laughs> it's, yeah, the, yes, it's the small victories. Yesterday's game, like I didn't get to watch it because and Jenny were driving back from uh, California, but I was listening to some of it and it seemed like the Hurricanes were playing well. And then I look at the final, they lose one nothing. They outshot the Panthers 32-17. They are just getting goalied like to the max right now. It's It's crazy i thought the hurricanes i thought for sure this would go six yeah at least six but there's no way now i mean unless i mean i there's i don't know that sucks like i i hope both don't end in a sweep that would be so stupid and i hope that i hope this isn't like a preview of the stanley cup final ending in like four or five games i i would want the final to at least go six but damn if uh the panthers win the cup who wins con smythe is uh, Bob is, Bob and Matthew Kachuk both have legitimate cases for it? I think Eileen Kachuk, yeah. but I I Eileen Kachuk, but if Bob gets it, like I I do think it's a toss up, but I I think I'd give it to Kachuk. But goalie bias, of course, see how they continue to play for the rest of the playoffs. But you can't really go. I think it's either of theirs, but I I, I would lean slightly to Kachuk. Yeah. yeah, goalie bias. I say Bobrovsky, but again, I mean. Insider J Money Keynes will fire Stormy into the smoker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Hamilton the pig. Do you guys remember Hamilton the pig from the Keynes the uh, playoff run a few years ago? Nope. Yeah. He's still alive and well, I guess. I didn't know. Like, I Man. just saw him on Twitter the other day. I'm like, oh, yeah, the oh. pig's still alive. Shout out Hamilton. So I, I fear for Hamilton's life if they get swept. <laughs> <laughs> Are you um, turning into bacon tomorrow or what? He, he might. Late night bacon. Um, 
But yeah, Golden Knights took down the Stars tonight. That game just ended not too long ago. Stars outshot the Knights 34-16. And uh, I look pretty stupid because when we when we did our crossover episode with Crash the Pond, I, like I said, I had Stars in six. I said I felt like the Knights goaltending was finally going to fall apart. And then Aiden Hill comes out in game three <laughs> and gets his first career Stanley Cup playoff shot out. So what did Jamie Ben do? I didn't see. He crossed oh Mark Stone in the neck Mark, for right no reason. Neck. Yeah. They got Stone was already up. down on yeah. I guess we could talk about that because there's been talk now about, you know, he got a game misconduct and everything, but will he be suspended? I think be. he should. He, I think he should be for a game, but I'm worried with player safety that they're going to look and be like, "Well, he got the game misconduct. That's that's enough." Type yeah. of thing. Well, it, it would be a player safety thing to do and be like, "Ah, eh, nah, it's fine." Yeah, but if but they were I, smart, I, they would keep him out because you have Domi throwing <laughs> hits like that. You know, yeah, game four is going to be really, really, really rough and. Why cause yourself more headache and guys being injured when you can just say, hey, you're being a dildo. You don't get to play. Yeah, yeah. At least one game. Um, that was just idiotic. Oh, yeah, the stars were hit. very, yeah, the stars were very stupid tonight. Like from start to finish, they were, they played very dumb. Um, Max Domi's is kind of, I mean, it's not a surprise. It's not saying Max Domi's like this really dirty player, but I mean, you got to remember who his dad is. <laughs> He kind of grew up with that kind of, that kind of hockey around the family. Honestly, so I mean, forgot he was in the league. So, really, yeah. Well, so do you yeah. guys think the you guys think the Panthers finish it off tomorrow? Then, I, I mean, with how the, with how they're playing, the stars, yeah. I think the Stars' morale is pretty much cooked. Stars are cooked. Yeah, I think and, Carolina might win a game. I hope they do. I mean, it'd be nice. I I don't know. I don't know. You have Bob throwing his paddle and making saves and getting hit in the face. And <laughs> he's earning that contract, though. I tell you what. Yeah. Finally. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know where this came from. All of a sudden, he's just the best goalie in the world. But Insider J Money said that's an overreaction. Mark Stone swung his neck into Ben Stick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can Can we start the dialogue that Jamie Ben's just a uh, Higher paid, more talented Nick Ritchie. <laughs> He's rude. He's always yeah. Jamie Ben's always doing something. It just it was. I, I'm glad they kicked him out as early as they did, just because you could tell Stone was like looking at him like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like they got yeah. tangled up. Guys always like that shit happens a hundred times a game. Yeah, but it's just like I you know. Uh, so why why does that click in your head of like I should hit him? You know we're losing <laughs> already. I should just hit him square in the neck. Yeah, let's just go right cross check to the neck. Yeah, when Dallas. he's just laying on his side on the ice. Yeah, I think I think Dallas is pretty much in the gutter. I think it's yeah. done. Poor Jake, got, uh, poor Jake Ottinger. Thursday? Yeah, on Thursday I think it's done. Yeah, yeah, Jake Ottinger. That sucks, but yeah, he should. I don't think it's any question. He should start game four on Thursday. Um, who's your backup? Wedgwood. Scott Wedgwood. Yeah, Scotty. Speaking of Scotty, Mister Bentley's in here in the, in oh. the chat. He said, he said, um, what did he say? That gave me war flashbacks. 
shoulder to shoulder. That gave me war flashbacks to LAFC fans, and it made me kind of sick. Sorry, soccer talk, but LAFC fans have that shoulder to shoulder chant. It's like the cringiest thing you'll ever see in your life. Mm, anyway, no, it's pretty cool. Sorry, sorry, Lou. No, it's pretty cool, but I disagree. But... Manchester City, Lewis. Yeah, they fucking had to break a bunch of rules to get there. No, I don't but... recall. I don't recall. Fucking tax cheats. I mean, I they've think... won other titles before that, too. Like... Tax cheats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess Christ. all this discussion of playoffs gets us into our uh, Hockey 365 topic. Um, where we're at, did we get the best 16 teams this year? I I think so. Yeah, probably. Especially when you in the East yeah, when you have the eighth yeah. seed. I mean, one went away from the Cup final. And it's a toss up <laughs> just because you know in the East that final wild card spot was a toss up between you know one or two teams that the Panthers ended up getting, and I think the yeah. Panthers are showing that they earned that spot. So yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, they were a good team though. Like they're good, oh. and they did win the President's Trophy last year and really had minor tweaks. Oh, well, can't say minor. I mean, losing Huberto and Uyghur was pretty big, but yeah, I mean, they got an equally better player in return in Kachuk. Like, it's hard to say they really lost out there. Yeah. Say if any team to make a case for maybe not deserving to be in it was Winnipeg, but that's Honest. just that's just because that was there was <laughs> just that team's just drama and turmoil. Yeah. I'll be real with you. I totally forgot they were in it. So, I mean, they only won I, a game. Yeah, Aren't they the doing like, really good for like most of the season? And then they just after stopped. the deadline, they just fell off yeah. a cliff. Yep. I was thinking earlier tonight that when I was watching uh playoff game, it had nothing to do with the Panthers, but I was thinking of the, the Panthers and what they're doing and remembering that towards the end of the season, the Sabres were like right there fighting for that final wild card spot. And I was wondering what the Sabres how different the playoffs would be right now if it was the Sabres instead of the Panthers, because we all know the Sabres would not have been able to get through Boston. <laughs> no. So, so this, you know, would have been very different in Boston would probably be a little happier right now, but. So we what we're saying Boston is this is the, the Sabres time. fault. Definitely the Sabres fault. <laughs> if you're upset that there are more Southern markets in the final four, blame the Sabres. It's all the Sabres fault. All they had to do is win. I think all they had to do was beat. New Jersey. I think, well, I mean, that's not an easy task, but that loss to New Jersey took them out of the playoffs officially. So that night. Well, it's like the tweet Ryan sent us today of, you know, if it wasn't for the fact that Buddy Robinson scored against the <laughs> the Penguins, you know, they wouldn't have lost their streak. Yep. They wouldn't have fired Hex Stallenberg. The Blackhawks <laughs> would not have been in the position they were in at the draft going into the lottery and they wouldn't have gotten Bedard. Yep. You know, Ryan, Ryan has a real way of <laughs> starting the morning off. Right. He sure does. <laughs> <laughs> Making me question my life sitting in the skate sharpening room. Just like, fuck. It's like seven thirty AM and you're already like ready for the day. Because just, Ryan sent something to the group chat. <laughs> just sitting there. Just like, fuck. Fucking mouse. <laughs> well hockey 365 also asked us another question not pertaining to his topic but was in regards to uh the dallas vegas game tonight but says is there ever an acceptable time to leave a playoff game early 
This is a question for Lou, I feel like. Lou's been... Um, this question hits home <laughs> for me, so I decline the answer. Sorry. Well, you gotta you gotta share with the class why it hits it's hard. Yeah, I, I, I may have left during the comeback on Catella. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, I just you know, I, I, everybody's different in how they wanna spend their time and money. I understand that. Um for me though, like personally, if I'm at the game, I, I stay till the end. I don't this is how I am. I can't leave early. I just have that thing where if I do leave early and I'm missing something, even if they're losing seven nothing, I just I'm not one to to leave a a a game early, let alone playoff game. I haven't even been to a playoff game since like if it's like five nothing. So. I think it if if your team's losing five nothing, I think it's acceptable to is that the is that the okay head them up, move them out. Yeah, because tonight the stars. Uh, what were they down for nothing second intermission and they showed the they showed outside the arena and everyone's just leaving it's all the stars fans leaving it's too bad Pour one out for the bang guy he he was cares. having a rough night yeah he was still banging on the glass though he was still there oh that bang guy the bang guy yeah yeah well speaking of that uh bruce cassidy uh greg wasinski has a quote so we, we're upset when we see that he's our captain, but at the end of the day, they make a call that gives us a chance to make them pay for that penalty, which they did. Yeah, they sure did. I was expecting a little more spice, but you know, <laughs> coaches are boring, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Our n- next question comes from Garrett. So with all Gary. the words, Gary, all the awards won by farmhands in the Canadian leagues this year. Is there any chance some of them can skip over the AHL and head right to Anaheim? I think we have to keep in mind that Pat Verbeek really likes to let guys marinate um, before they get called up. I think if there's any guys out of that group of CHL prospects that are um, that are coming over to pro hockey next year, I think Zellweger is probably the most likely to, to at least start the year in Anaheim. Um, so if I had to pick one guy to, to make the opening, uh, to make the opening night roster, I'd, I'd bet on Olin Zellweger. Um, 100%. But I mean, I mean, you know, even there's a chance that none of those guys are starting the year in the, um, are starting the year in the NHL and they're all starting in San Diego, which is, which is fine too. But I, I'd imagine for Zellweger, even if he is starting in San Diego, um, it'll be a fairly, a fairly quick call up. I think maybe Nathan Gaucher. Potentially. I mean, I yeah. mean, the forward depth is more lacking than, than the defensive depth, I would say. So, um, you know, if Nathan Gaucher looks really, really good in camp and, and solidifies himself. A spot he looked there, good in last six. year's camp. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, you know, Hey, the bottom six was a huge killer this year. So if, you know, if, if Pat Verbeek thinks that Nathan Gaucher could be, um, you know, could be a, a nice injection and some nice fresh blood into the bottom six for this year, I'd be, I'd be all for it, but yeah, I I don't think both Zellweger and Minchikov if are would start the year with the Ducks. I think I think that's that's a pretty far fetched idea. Um, I'd imagine Verbeek is probably going to have them start start both in San Diego, but like I said, I think I think we'll see Zellweger a little bit quicker. Yeah, yeah. Zellweger. Agreed. And sure. Luno Luno is going back to the queue next year, um, so yeah. don't don't expect him in in San Diego. Um, and I'd imagine the same with Noah Warren. Um, Tyson Hines will be there in San Diego as well. He's a he'll be 
he's part of that group coming up and you know he you know he 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 could maybe be a potential you know sleeper candidate to to actually be a guy that starts off with the ducks you know we don't really have many guys that are really his profile um mm-hmm. you know we have big guys like him guys in simone benoit um <laughs> but you know i would say tyson hines brings a little bit more of a well-rounded game than simone benoit does but um so yeah it'll be it'll, it'll be interesting i think i think i'd keep an eye on tyson hines in camp um i think i think he could be a little bit of a sleeper pick to to maybe break the opening night roster okay i mean oh, it's I not necessarily a bad thing if they don't make opening night because it just no, means no, no, no. it just no, means when tickets are cheaper no. at the end of the year when <laughs> yeah. no one's going to games anymore you know no, no, it's you can go see them I mean, yeah i mean next year's another year of not worrying about results and it's just another development year and we're just hoping guys take steps forward so it's not you know it's not the end of the year if the ducks don't have the most exciting exciting opening night roster again um you know i mean yeah. i mean we'll see kind of you know we'll see what verbeek does in terms of trades and 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 you know for asian signings as um as uh, as the postseason gets kind of close to the finish line here but uh yeah it's it's it'll be interesting for sure um i'm sure we'll have a lot more of these questions answered as we kind of get closer to august and september but yeah yeah, yeah it'll be it'll be it'll be fun to see all the battles in camp guys battling for open spots on um both in the top 12 forwards and um and in the group of six defensemen so i'm looking i'm looking forward to it same should be fun. Our next one comes from Jack. He asks, with the conference finals upon us, I ask, which loss hurt more for you guys? He goes 15 versus Chicago ah. or 17 versus Nashville. He goes, my vote goes to 15 because I was confident we would win if we got past the Hawks. 17 hurts just because it was Nashville that beat us. Yeah. 15, 100%. 15. 100%. 15. Like, it's not even 15. close to 17. 17 oh. isn't even close to that. It's 15. I still that think hurt, that, that 2015. 15 hurt way more than the loss to the Kings the year before. And I've I've always said that because 15, that was the year to do it. That team was fucking – that team kicked the shit out of people. And yeah. a lot of people say that the real, the real cup final that year was the Western Conference Finals, and I have to agree because that Tampa team that ended up playing Chicago in the finals was not that great. Um but yeah, fifteen hundred percent. That's it. That team was an absolute wagon in all sense of the word, and probably that, oh yeah, yeah, and probably more. And, and the pro- playoff run was but, so much fun, dude. Yeah, Jesus. I mean, when I Matt was... when Mapaleski scored that OT goal in Game Five of the Western Conference Final against Chicago, I thought I, th- I thought we were winning the cup. I Me thought, too. I thought we were surely going to go into Game Six in Chicago and win. But yeah, that um, that loss broke <laughs> me for sure. That mm-hmm. was that was one hundred percent the worst of that stretch of horrible game seven. Ends. Yep, that was yep. one like far and away, way worse than the loss against LA. Way worse than, um, than Detroit. Way worse than you know. Yeah, just way. You're way. gonna make me cry on Maine. <laughs> Chicago, twenty fifteen. was the season I first started watching again. So I was <laughs> I was one of those ones that really didn't understand. Just like what it meant for them to lose that game seven. I was kind of just like, oh man, that sucked. They'll mm-hmm. get him next year. Like I was Same, just yeah. happy. I was just happy to be watching hockey. Yeah. And it was fresh. like it, it was it was upsetting, obviously, because <laughs> that was like the the most like far removed from like actually caring about it, just because I was like, Oh, this is like so fresh and new and fun to watch. 
17 is just, you know, for the reason Jack put, it's just because it was Nashville. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, at that point, I felt like that was really kind of the start of being very invested in like actually caring about the results and stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that Nashville series two was a war on the ice and on Twitter. Yeah. It was so bad. <laughs> it was a dark time. Yeah. yeah Cause was. like, like 15, you know, I had like one or two friends from, from school, like that were into hockey. And so I just like was texting them. I wasn't really active on Twitter. Yeah. It wasn't until 2016 when I started kind of getting in like the same circles, like with you guys and stuff. 17 was just bad because it was all around. It was the players didn't like each other. Mm-hmm. Fans didn't like each other. And then even from a little bit of the Oilers series too, it was just like, Jesus. there was just so much going on that it's like by the end of it, it was just like, fuck. That was... Even the Flames series. Yep. Oh yeah. Flames. That's where we met my good, my good buddy from Alberta. We won't say his name, but good buddy. I think he's still around. Good luck to him in life. I don't know what's going on. Probably retweeting hentai, but you know. <laughs> Lou, what would you say, 15 or 17? Uh, I would just say 17 because 15 was like, the tail end of 15 was when I started to get into hockey. Okay. So I didn't really, I wasn't really invested. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I, 15, I, 15 is the reason why I got season tickets. And okay. So, so some good came out of that. Yeah. I mean, looking at it now, of course, 15 in hindsight's the the right answer just because of the team that was put together but like you know from a memory perspective yeah 15 was just kind of uh shucks we'll get them next time yeah i'm on i'm on connor's side of this because me and connor have kind of been through all of it on twitter (laughs) for a long time but uh it was definitely 15 i mean i i've brought it up before on earlier episodes here where i really thought 15 was the year to the point where i was planning my trip to California for the parade like I it felt so real like it was just the year like that was the year there was no I just I I couldn't think any reason why it wouldn't be and I know for a fact that if they found a way just to get through game seven against the Blackhawks they would have definitely taken care of the lightning that year 100% um so it's definitely yeah that 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 one really hurt that was that was my first year out here in Phoenix too and I was like so pumped. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna make this drive. Like it's not far. We're going to California. I'm going to this parade, dude. We're gonna we're gonna party. Like this is gonna be awesome. I'm actually gonna be like driving distance from a Stanley Cup parade. Cause last time they won, I was young. I was in North Carolina. There was no way I was getting there. So I was so excited. And uh yeah, that game seven was over right when the puck dropped, and that was so so depressing. So it was definitely 15. 15 changed me as a person. <laughs> <laughs> well we'll we'll get back on track with something lighter here um i mean i guess it's kind of on brand for the previous question but uh patrick asked us go to cocktail um kind of depends on the time of year but i'm always i'm always hankering for an old-fashioned i'm always down for one if someone's like hey you want to get an old-fashioned i'm always saying yes woodford bourbon old-fashioned or Angel's Envy or Basil Hayden. It's got to be with the. It's got to be muddled brown sugar, not uh, not just plain old simple syrup. That's the way I like it with brown sugar. <laughs> Good Jameson and ginger ale is my go-to. I Ooh. I'm not. I mean, I'll get like the 
like fruity cocktails and stuff when we go out just because it's easy to drink but like if it's expressly to go out to like a bar that i know to drink it's jameson ginger ale if i'm if i'm in a bar to like party like not to sit there and chill with a nice cocktail like i'm obviously not going to have the bartender make me a fucking old-fashioned but mm-hmm if I'm there to like party and like have fun and I don't want beer, like yeah, I do, I do like I do like a good vodka cranberry, super easy <laughs> to drink, like you know, easy. It's light, it's not yeah. bloating me. So I'll go. I mean, I'll do a lot of different cocktails, but I I kind of gravitate towards either an old fashioned or if I'm trying to stay light, then the vodka cranberry. I'm not a big cocktail person at all. I'm super boring when it comes to drinks. Like if I'm not having a beer, I'm having wine. That's about it. Like I don't go any further than that. Chris, Chris um, is classy. <laughs> I can't drink. Oh wine. my gosh, dude! I can't get over the red wine I had at, at your house, Jake. Like that was oh uh, the apothic. Yeah, like I got it before, and I, I mean I like it, but I, I I just remember it being like having more of a bite to it. Yeah, but man, I had it. I had it at your place, and I'm like, Jesus, this is wonderful. Like it, it, it was, was the pink. It was the pink glass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely, it was the pink glass. Like that was some sweet nectar that night. That was delicious. Like I, I had two glasses. And I was like. This is beautiful. I love it. Yeah, when I first turned 21, it was strictly Jameson ginger ale. Me and my buddy Mike would go out. That's all we'd we drink. Mike and the boys. Um, but we always finished the night with an Irish car bomb. So I mean, oh, okay. if you're going like super hard, it was Jameson's and ginger ales all night, and then a car bomb to end it. Nice. What about you, Lou? Uh, if I'm out, probably old fashioned. If I'm at home. Crown and Sprite. I like Crown and Sprite. Ooh, okay. Not a bad choice. Yeah, yeah. and if, uh, you know, any uh, alcoholic beverages want to be our sponsor, we will happily say that you are our favorite cocktail. Remember that? Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Late Arrivals podcast. Our DMs are open 24-7. Yeah. Twitter, Instagram, email. Hit us up. We'll shout you out. So open 24-7 because none of us really sleep. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. Our next one comes from Haley, and she asks, go go to coffee order, Starbucks, Dunkin', wherever. Oh. She said, Lou can't say he doesn't like coffee because she doesn't either, and she still has a go-to drink. Yeah, have some fun, though answer this one. i'll answer first because i'm super boring i just get a hot coffee with cream if it's like like if it's really hot which you know that's most of the time here in phoenix sometimes i'll uh indulge in a like ice it's not an not really iced coffee it's um at dutch brothers it's called a dutch freeze and it's like blended coffee with like cream and stuff and it kind of tastes like coffee ice cream and tim horton's um, if you're, if you have Tim Hortons around you, if you're listening, um, they have the, uh, what is it? The coffee, coffee for app or something like that. And it's, it's very similar. It tastes about the same and it literally tastes like coffee ice cream. So that's about it for me. I don't really go outside of those two. I'm usually, a, I drink hot coffee year round. So I'm pretty easy too. uh, vanilla cold brew. If it's during the day, iced, if it's in the morning, hot. Nice. Uh, some sort of French vanilla coffee, preferably cold. I don't drink a lot of hot coffee. Um, two sugars and just some creamer, and that's it for me. I'm very boring. I also, I also just recently 
like started to have like a taste for coffee like within the last like year or two Mm -hmm. but i'm not very picky if it makes me if it makes me feel awake for at least a little bit then it's done its job there you go (laughs) um i mean preference wise i like duncan's coffee over starbucks just because i feel same starbucks is a little overrated yes i mean the coffee's good but like I was, oh, yeah. Do I want to wait all that time just for this when I can go to Duncan and get it faster and in a bigger cup? Like, yeah, for cheaper too, especially, like, especially a hot cup of coffee at Starbucks is disgusting. Like, I was spoiled this weekend because <laughs> you guys went to I like mean, four different coffee dude, shops. Yeah. Heather took us to, to that, um, moon goat down the street from you. We went there twice on Saturday, two times in one day. And then we went to Huskins that day as well. So we went to three different coffee places in one day. And then the day we're leaving, I got Starbucks and I'm not even kidding. It tasted <laughs> disgusting. Like it was so bad. I don't know how else to explain the taste, but it, it tasted like someone mixed my creamer in the coffee with like oh. a, like a, like a beef jerky stick. It tasted like meat, bro. It was disgusting. I don't know how to explain it. It was the weirdest taste and it, it sucked. So no go on the Starbucks. I, I, if I get a bag and make it at home, tastes tastes fine. But I can't get it at the actual place. It's horrible. I came home Don't Saturday to like eight empty cups in our trash can. And I was just like, oh, sh- like Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man, we had so much coffee. Jesus. <laughs> I, my poor toilet. <laughs> you have a problem? Do I no, have a problem? No, I'm talking about Chris. <laughs> no, not at all, dude. Problem? Nah. Need nah. to talk to someone? <laughs> hey, Lou, you're required to give an answer here. Um, that is a I stipulation. I can't see myself pay for a coffee, so there's my answer. Have you have you been to a coffee shop ever just to get like a tea or like a like a blended drink or anything no. like that? Really? No. Man, not even once, huh? Nope. So Can't. the the few times you've had you have drinking a coffee recently, because we we know you have. It's you've been, said it in the it's group been chat. Months. What did you have? About, uh, yeah, how did you take it? I don't remember. Yes, you do. I I genuinely don't remember. <laughs> I just know it had ice cubes in it. Okay, okay, so you had at least some sort of iced coffee. Yes. Okay, yeah, we'll I keep guess. it at that. We'll just say Lou had has iced coffee every couple yeah. months and then reiterates that he doesn't like coffee yeah tastes like mud <laughs> <laughs> yep our next one comes from nico is good on twitter he asks, what are some fun ideas slash things for me to check out traveling to socal for the first time this summer i was thinking about this at work um, because it's something we've talked about doing with our group of friends, but uh, going to Brewery X and yep. then going to Camelot afterwards sounds like a we great, need to do that, dude. A great time. <laughs> Just go get sauced <laughs> at the brewery and then try and do that play like, mini golf late afternoon and then like go to Brewery X late afternoon and then drink yeah. and then go over there. Uh, if you're coming in the summer, I mean, you know, definitely go check out an Angels game if they're here. Um, you know. It sounds basic, but, you know, definitely go check out all the beaches. Go check out Balboa Peninsula. Um, go down to Laguna Beach. Go down to Dana uh, Go down to Dana Point if you can. 
Balboa uh, Island kicks ass. That was my first time there yeah, on I mean, Saturday. It all, it all kind of depends on, you know, what your interests are. There's kind of, there's kind of something for everybody over here, you know? Yeah. If you want a coffee tour, hit me up. I'll let you know where to go. If you're going with Mr. Mouse anywhere, um, have him take you to Grill a Mall in Alhambra towards LA, but it is an incredible burger place um, that I always recommend. They're expensive. But what other place can you get a burger on two waffles with a chicken strip on it? Like, <laughs> come on. And obviously go to In-N-Out, too, if you've never been. True. Yeah, true. And That's now it. you got to go to Hammer Burger. Yeah, that as well. Just eat all the burgers. All the burgers, drink all the coffee, go to all the beaches. I don't recommend the coffee part, but. <laughs> <laughs> or the beaches. I'm not a beach person. And then drink all the beer. What do you not like about the beach, Lou? Are you a, are you an everything? Anakin, are you an Anakin everything. Sidewalker here and not like the sand? So are you what? saying you don't like all the people there? Like you don't what, like being what is what? Huh? I made a Star Wars reference, Lou. I know you don't watch it. Yeah. No, I just don't like the beach. No, not, Heather took us to me. Laguna. Oh my god, dude! Beautiful, beautiful place. Just rather not be there. <laughs> yep. Hmm. So you won't catch Lou panning, but. Nope. You'll find him drinking all the beer um, wherever you go. Yeah. All right. We, uh, we have our squeak of the week again. Ryan sent <laughs> us one, and this was a pretty good opening as always. Um, this one got a good hearty chuckle out of, out of me reading this when he sent it. <laughs> um, it said Michelin, Michelada, Michelob, My Sharona. No, I think. Who is the pod's most hated playoff villain? The mouse does, doesn't want generic bland cake answers like Marshan. It's personally personal. At Later Rivals Pod, hashtag asslap, hashtag squeak of the week. And then he put beer with a with thumbs up. With the thumbs up. Um, only a few certain people listening are going to understand this one, but um, Nori Aoki. Fuck that guy. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Okay. Is this for any sport or hockey? Or we can do one of each because I, I I have one for baseball. Oh yeah, for baseball it's, it's just the St. Louis Cardinals. <laughs> just the, whole, the entire the whole, team, but the entire organization. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I when the Giants were good, I I hated playing the Cardinals. Playoff villain. Uh. Hockey wise, I mean Ryan Johansson's the easy answer for me. Yep. But yeah, that's just that's just because of that series. Yeah, um, I was trying to think of another one because that's exactly that Ryan Johansson came to mind immediately. Baseball wise, I'd say AJ Przinsky, but oh, that guy's oh, yeah, an fuck asshole him too. Fuck that him. guy's an, a- <laughs> an asshole. <laughs> fuck AJ Przinsky. Okay, outside yeah. of Ryan Johansson, I'll stick with the Predators team there though, and I'll say uh, Pecorine because. I feel like Pecorine wasn't that great of a goal. He was good. Yes, he was good. I don't think he was that great, but for some reason when he played the Ducks, he was the best goalie in the entire world, and you couldn't tell me otherwise. Like, he was outstanding for some reason every time he played our damn team. So, if it's not Johansson, it's Pecorine on, on my side of things. Yeah, oh, Paul, Chris, I don't really have one. Yeah, Chris uh, said, said, said me, said my answer. <laughs> I, I, I can't think of a football one because I, I really 
Yeah. I'm um, in the maybe, infancy of my football yeah, fandom. Maybe on the Bills side of things, I could say maybe like Patrick Mahomes, just because like the Bills and Chiefs, like they just, the Chiefs always seem to have the Bills number lately. Um, but I don't really care that much to be like, oh my God, I can't stand this guy every time I see him. Unlike the uh, two Predators that I just <laughs> mentioned. Um, so yeah, I'll just stick with the two hockey ones. I don't really have any others. Any others. I'm a Raider fan, so that should just answer that question. <laughs> I just don't know what the playoffs are like. Okay, Lou, maybe uh, maybe one day. Maybe. Big emphasis on maybe. Basketball, it's that freaking bozo who just got eliminated. Four game sweep. I did forget about I did forget about Ryan Garbett, but I will say he made up for it. I didn't think I was going to like him as a duck. And then he had that nice goal against Jonathan quick. When uh, I came out for, a, I came out for my first game as ducks coyotes, but the night before they were playing, the ducks were in LA playing the Kings. And there was a watch party at the tilt to kilt, I think. And I went there and watched it. And that was Garbett, uh sniping one like top shelf on Jonathan quick. And I'm like, Holy hell. Like I, I love this guy all of a sudden. I never thought I would like him. With his years on Dallas, but is it tilted kilt still around? I don't think yeah. so. Yeah, is it? it? Is. It's next to Lazy Dog. Yeah. Oh, I haven't been there in a while. It. Yeah. It's still there. Well, oh, yeah. that's it for our questions that we had in the notes. We had uh, the mouse. You... you know, we had the mouse in the chat, so I will give him a quick shout out as we uh, completed our second weekend of the National Ball Hockey League. <laughs> How'd that go? Um. Well, we played three games on Sunday and we lost two of them. Um, I have realized that when our team loses, we lose pretty bad. And when we win, it's a well-rounded game and we look great and the vibes are just vibing. They're great. Um, We played at 9 a.m. That game sucked. Uh, Me and Ryan were just like, I think we were running on like no food or anything for that game. Uh, We lost (laughs) 7-1. second game uh we won it was at noon we won three nothing which was which was awesome um and then uh the third game we lost eight nothing and we got mercy ruled (laughs) um that's uh, a shame if once you're down by eight goals it's they call it and uh we were down we were we were down six nothing and then we still had like half the second period to go we're like can we at least get to the third period before before they end this game and luckily we did but um but yeah i didn't get any points this weekend dude that was rough that was that was rough the second game felt good but then yeah but it was fun you know it's 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 fun hanging out with that's the most important thing yeah it was a good time i had a chorizo i had a chorizo burrito in between games one and two so i i i credit that to our game two win (laughs) oh because you were just fucking farting the entire time (laughs) made made me fast thinking of the opposition made me faster but yeah it was yeah like ryan said in the chat here third game never happened and i'm gonna miss the next couple uh because they're gonna play in on uh june 3rd i think that weekend so i won't be able to make it out for that one but so ryan if you're making those ones score or goal for me friend <laughs> i have one assist in like five games we gotta i think we're, we're two and three we play 10 games and we'll see how it goes 
Yep. Ryan said, yeah, this dude goes, oh, hmm, this will be an experience. I had a chorizo burrito just now. <laughs> hey, it worked. We won. We do have a we, we do have a teammate that uh, likes to have some alcohol mixed with his water in his water bottle. Um, last time we won, the first weekend I went out there, we had uh, he, he mixed water with his uh, whiskey. I took a shot of that. That was different. Um, and then this time he had like uh, Jack and Coke in his water bottle. Um, but yeah, I mean, whatever works, you know, the chorizo he's burrito. Just, he's just having f- <laughs> he's just having some fun. Ryan <laughs> said some that reeked of it. <laughs> uh, it was a good time, though. Um the two teams, I mean, our team, Angel City Rush, were in third place uh, in our division. I think we have, man, I'm a bad, I'm a bad player. I don't know how many. I think we have six teams in our division. We're in third, so Better the than top, the top course. two teams are like they shouldn't be in our division. They're too good. Um, but that's that's a conversation for another day and maybe a different group of people. But <laughs> but yeah, NBHL. So check Battle us out. Them. Yeah. We don't have any more questions in the chat. We can. Uh, I've got a food take. Go ahead. What is it? Uh, dark chocolate is not good. Dark chocolate. Yep. Depends on the. Milk chocolate is superior. How do you feel about white chocolate? Don't know if I've actually had it. You know, there are some things that you haven't had in life that just make me scratch my head. <laughs> I don't know how is you it, go through is it worth, without. Is it worth uh, exploring? Maybe. I mean, yeah. Out of all bad. of your takes recently, this this one's okay. I mean, yeah. I I don't hate it. I'm with pretty you there. vanilla. What? So that's a pretty vanilla take. Oh, yeah, I'll for go sure. Further, sure. if you want. No, no, no. Cut them off. No, now. we can stay with chocolate. <laughs> we can stay with the chocolate. Uh, sweet potatoes aren't good. I've. That's said this one before, that's, but that's a horrid take. I'm just <laughs> we're talking about it on the, in the Discord at TTP. I'm choosing to not entertain that. Well, I ain't gonna go that did. far, dude. You know, I'm like a little. You know, I love my spuds. Remember back at back yeah, in our I, first few episodes, I Lou didn't did know not, what spuds were. I did not know that was a potato. <laughs> yep, that was fun. Well, before we get more off track, you wanna you wanna close this out. Chris, <laughs> take us home, sir. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Academy Awards in. here. <laughs> we're 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 forty four yeah. episodes in. Hard to believe. Um, but yeah, make sure you uh you follow us on all of our all of our socials at Late Arrivals Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, follow uh, Inside the Rink as well on Twitter and Instagram. Um, we got a lot of great writers over there. A lot of fun stuff happening with the playoffs coming to an end here with the draft coming up. Um, you can follow us on TikTok if you'd like. Um, make sure you leave us a rating and review uh, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. That's much appreciated. It goes a long way. Just a quick, even if you don't want to write a review, if you want to just give us a quick five-star review, it goes a long way. It really helps us out. We really appreciate it. Um Make sure you're following us on Twitch if you're not already. Uh, we are over 100 followers on there, which is very nice. And if you're feeling like a subscription is needed for your life, which I think it is for everybody, uh, go ahead and click that button. But if you can't, we understand. It's fine. It doesn't and if hurt. you have not even a little. Amazon Prime, it's free. Did you yeah. get a free <laughs> Twitch sub? 
<laughs> there you go. But yeah, just make sure you're following us everywhere. Um, we're going to keep trying to dish out some content here with uh, the off season approaching fast um, draft stuff. Like I said, we got, got some ideas for LAP day coming up and uh, Jake's got some merch in the works. So should have well, some fun. It's stuff actually coming up. in the works for once. Actually I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not yeah. just saying it and yeah. then forgetting about it. He's just not shouting an idea. Like this is actually happening right now. So should have some fun stuff. Hopefully to announce on that front maybe in the next like week week and a half maybe so maybe two weeks out maybe two okay but yeah but yeah that'll pretty much do it we're almost at 50 episodes that's crazy we're almost, like we're almost at a year almost at a year all thanks to everybody here honestly thanks for following along this this far into it and it's always nice talking to everybody mm-hmm are we thinking next week or how we want to do this? Maybe uh, catch TBD. catch up. TBD. To be TBD. determined. Okay. To be determined. If the cup to... final, if the cup there's final, no, there's no maybe. formal schedule at this point in the year. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> try to. I'll try to see if we can maybe come up with a answer to that by the weekend. So it's. Keep these. We'll keep these people on their toes. Or yeah. maybe do a a guess. Oh, yeah. that's right. Could that's always right. be an option. That's right. I actually do have a plan for a guest. So even if we don't have anything to talk about, we can just focus on like the guest next week. Well, that will do it for us this week. Thank you for thank you. Uh, tuning in as always. Yes. Thank you very much for uh, watching on Twitch and listening on your Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whenever you're listening. We love you. See ya. Cool Ranch, cool Ranch Doritos are bad. You can follow Late Arrivals on both Twitter and Instagram at Late Arrivals Pod. If you feel so inclined, leaving a review and rating wherever you get your podcasts is a great way to show your support and is much appreciated. Take care. <laughs>